Welcome to The Hold Room with ACC, a quick update on all things relating to airport development as well as the Airport Consultants Council. Hello from the American Association of Airport Executives Conference in Denver, Colorado. Janelle Aslam conducted live interviews at the conference in June 2023, and we're excited to hear from Tommy Bibb, aviation consultant and prior AVP operations and maintenance at Nashville Airport Authority, Marco Toscano, director of customer experience at Denver International Airport, and Joseph Kennedy, business development manager at Smith's Detection. Hi, Tom. So nice to have you here on the Hold Room podcast. You are an industry veteran. I'd love to know about your background first and then also your perspective on customer experience and what we can do to improve it. Well, thanks, Janelle. It's a pleasure to be with you. Background, I spent just over 32 years with the airport in Nashville and had a variety of departments and functions under my purview over that time. Operations and maintenance certainly were a big part of that, 22 of those 32 years, but Passenger experience is critical. We were an airport in active growth mode, and you're an airport first, a construction site second, and maintaining that positive experience is critical. We had a lot of opportunity to work on that, both in the building, in front of the building, and behind the building, and by that I mean terminal, land side, and air side. So we tried to work on that every day, actually. That's great. Can you tell me about one of the examples you think is really like best in class in terms of something you implemented to improve passenger experience? Yeah, I'll take a, what's probably an easy one, and that's restrooms. Modernization of restrooms, making them more comfortable, more bright, easy in and out, not congested, trying to get in and out of the facilities. Just bringing up refresh with new fixtures, more modern, the three-in-one sinks with the soap water drying capabilities. But restrooms are a big factor in the passenger experience. Restrooms and parking will get you in trouble quickly. We put a lot of emphasis on restrooms, parking, and accessibility walking distance and things like that, but uh, those are a couple of easy examples on things that we focused on to try to not only maintain, but greatly improve the passenger experience. Great. So how did you actually listen to your customers? How did you gather feedback from them to make sure that you were moving the needle and improving that experience for them? Like most airports, you know, do surveys and things like that, but we paid really close attention to our website and comments that came in, and we kind of had a policy, three business days to get a response unless it was something really significant, and then you still get a response and follow up with a more detailed answer if that's what was called for. But got a lot of feedback that way. A lot of being the, the capital and a lot of state legislators there, we got a lot of feedback from the community and just through informal channels. We always took that stuff very seriously and took it to heart and tried to take it and use it and, and make things better. Excellent. Can you talk to me a little bit about diversity, equity, and inclusion and how that implemented into your passenger experience? The airport should reflect the community that it resides in. Everybody has a little bit different opinion of what a positive passenger experience should be. So we did a lot of work, outreach with various organizations and things of that nature to understand what various groups to, to make sure that those needs were being met. And one that I'm particularly proud of, maybe more than anything of my entire career there, was fell into the world of ADA with adult changing tables in some of our family restrooms because it opens up the door for so many more people to travel 
that prior to that air travel would have been off the table, simply not an option. And it was so well received when we did that on a personal level, that was something I felt really, really good about. Nice, that's awesome. How did you communicate these change efforts? You know, a lot of outreach and social media. We had a staff that took care of that for us and pushed those messages out. We actually had a lighting system on one of our new garages and we could do the lights to reflect certain things. Maybe if it was the Heart Association Week or Breast Cancer Week or whatever it happened to be. But we use social media a lot and we use some of the, the amenities we had built into our new facilities to help push those messages. We did some sign language at times. We have live music in the building and we would have somebody come and sign the words along with the music and that, that was kind of neat because that really improved that experience for people that had that impairment so we tried social media a lot of things just some of the in-house amenities that we had we could take advantage of nice what about employment did you do anything from a dei element to make sure that your employment also modeled the residential structure yeah we did a good job actually it's kind of started with the leadership team to make sure the leadership team again reflected the community and being sensitive to how we approached different groups and, and create opportunities for success, not only for the person, but for the organization as well. And I can see that although I've retired from the airport, you can see that throughout the organization. It's a very diverse leadership team, and then all the way through the organization as a whole. Excellent. So as we end this interview, and Tom, I'm really appreciative of all of your insights here, but I would love to know, as you look to the future, what are you most excited about in terms of the new developments to really improve passenger experience? Some of the things I think are really moving the needle on the passenger experience are better concessions and things of that nature, gate delivery on concessions at some of the larger airports, because we tend to get through security and we go from point A to point B. We get to our gate, and a lot of times we walk by things because we just want to get where we know we need to be. But good concessions and having the concessions reflect national options as well as local, music and entertainment in the buildings, you see that a lot now. That was all over our facility, and you see it in many places. I think there's just a lot more awareness. People are in the terminal longer now than they used to be. Good parking facilities, whether it's walking distances or transportation, there's a, a number of things I think airports are doing a lot better. You know, it's kind of a, a drop-off to take-off mentality. Parking all the way to your gate and, and making that experience everything it can be all the way through. Excellent. Well, Tom, I look forward to hearing more insights from you in the future. Thank you so much for your time. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Marco, I'm so happy that you're here to talk with us Thank you for having at me. the Hold Room. So tell me a little bit about what you do at Denver. Yeah, I'm the Director of Customer Experience. So within my realm of responsibilities are voice of the customer, customer research data, customer metrics, segmentation, as well as looking over the customer journey map and how our customers interact with our airport and their entire journey from Pena Boulevard all the way over to the Burger Flight. And what does that mean to them trying to create a good experience for them as they go through the process? Wow, that's amazing. Yes. So how often do you actually connect with your passengers to really get the voice of what they're looking for from an experience standpoint? We capture customer voice through several different ways. We actually scrub all social media comments about the airport. All of that is filtered and, and aggregated through our customer relations center. So every comment, every post, it's categorized by subject matter, whether it's an inquiry, compliment, complaint, and then we actually categorize that further by the subject of what the customer is talking about. And then we capture verbatims as well, but then that gets put into a system where we can 
analyze the data at the end of the day and, and look at what are our top complaints for the day, for the week, for the month. How can we make those better? How can we, if we're identifying trends that we're seeing based off of customer voice, we can try to get ahead of those in the future. Not only social, we also have a call center. Same thing happens if you were to call in or chat with us through our website, as well as we have surveys. We partner with ACI and AAAE, where you do our ASQ survey. So we have several different ways to try to capture what customers are experiencing with them. That's great. And what do you see in terms of the latest trends of what your passengers are asking you for? We're seeing a trend that was certainly started in COVID, but one of the trends was customers arriving to the airport two or three hours before their flight. And it's not really something we really saw before COVID. And now that trend is continuing. So it shifts priorities of our customers, knowing that they're going to be spending that much time. So now they are looking for food and beverage options. They're looking for more comfortable seating options. They're looking for charging stations, fast Wi-Fi, things that were all still important prior to COVID, but have become so much more important now that customers are literally spending two hours in your airport waiting for their flight. No longer is it just 30 minutes to get through. Now it's actually spending a lot of time in the airport and they're looking for options to do other than just sitting in a restaurant for two hours. That makes sense. So in terms of like the amount of time that you spent there at Denver and really instituting some of these amazing passenger experiences, what do you think is really one of your best case studies or best practices, if you will, in terms of how you've coordinated with a lot of different players to institute passenger experience? We just launched a new program in January, and it's a team of individuals called our Airport Customer Experience Specialists. We call them our ACEs. Four individuals who spend their entire shift walking the path of our customers. They're not in an office. They don't even have a computer. We give them an iPad and a cell phone, and literally their entire shift they're on our concourses. And the benefit of that is we no longer have to wait for customers to report things like down conveyances or a charging bank that's no longer working. Our ACEs are out there the entire day, whether they're from 6 a.m. to 11 o'clock at night, every single day, and they're looking at the airport for things. So hopefully they're the first to spot a down conveyance, or if they walk by a gate area and they notice that the blue lights under the seats indicate that there's power to those seats is not on, they'll either do first resolution or they'll put in a work order to try to get those fixed right away. They're inspecting our restrooms. If we're out of hand towels, they'll put in a ticket to get that resolved. If there's a spill, oftentimes they'll just clean it up themselves because we're really stressing that first resolution instead of putting in a ticket for a spill, let's say. Instead of putting in a ticket, waiting for a janitorial to come out and clean it up, that could be 30 minutes. We can just clean it up, have it be done, no impact to the customer, and move on with our day. So that is a tremendous amount of coordination on the back end to actually make that work and make it valuable. So it's a new ticketing technology ticketing system we just implemented, working with our stakeholders and maintenance and janitorial to make sure that we've got those right go-to people so we can have quick resolutions. And so far, we've already seen great metrics from customers showing that the program is working and it's you know six months in. Wow, that's awesome. I really yeah. love that example of the ACES. Yeah, and I great. hope I can see that at more airports as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I know a couple other airports have started similar programs and it's been paying off for our customers already. So it's great, great impact. So let me ask you about DEI. How do you view that from passenger experience perspective and what type of programs are you implementing to help? One of the things that we're doing is a lot of airports talk about their journey mapping. And so we're looking at a journey mapping from different customer personas, including individuals who may have different needs than others. And so how does the journey map affect these individuals differently than what the status quo is? 
and really eliminating what the concept of the status quo is. So individuals will have different needs as they go through an airport, and the more that we can look at our passenger experience through their eyes, the better we can start to implement change at the airport. And that's really one of our first steps, is we, we have our passenger journey map that we've had for years and we keep refreshing it, but we've never shifted it and looked at it from a different perspective, and that's what we're starting to do. Marco, this has been super insightful and I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Joe, hi. So tell me a little bit about what you do with your job. Sure. Yes, and thanks for having me. Um, I work with Smith Detection. Our main focus in aviation is with the checkpoint security and with whole baggage systems. So scanners to screen bags for passengers going to the airport. I'm in business development, so I'm building strategies around how we approach airports, getting feedback and how we can advance our technology to enhance a passenger experience and kind of trying to tie that all together with our sales and technical teams. So when you look at the overall passenger experience across airports within the U.S., what do you see really in terms of the key trends from really improving passenger experience? So for what we focus on, talk a lot about security because we're focusing on the checkpoint security, which is obviously, it's a big part of the passenger experience, right? It's usually the most stressful part of the passengers going into the airport. You have to go through the checkpoint. You have to set time aside for it. You have to make sure you don't have any prohibited things in your bag. Know what you have to bring in. So what the new technology allows, both ours and other x-ray scanners, is it's CT technology. So when you go into a lane and you don't have to take your laptop out of the bag anymore, you're going through a CT scanner. So the obvious improvement to passenger experience for that is it's not as much of a hassle when you get to the checkpoint. You don't have to take your laptop out, you don't have to take your liquids out, put everything in one tray. It's just easier for the passenger. It makes it less stressful. You don't take as long on the front end or in the back end. The kind of more technical improvement to passenger experience that that allows that I think the passenger maybe not be paying as much attention to is you're using less bins for each person, right? So every person is using one bin for all their stuff that's less images for TSA to look at, that is less actual items moving through the x-ray, so the entire checkpoint speeds up. So the goal is get everyone through faster, not sacrificing safety, so the technology is improved so that the TSA agents have all the information they need to screen the bags, while passengers don't feel as hassled when they're going through the checkpoint. So everything is faster, it's more efficient, the noise at the checkpoint is quieter, and ideally it makes everything less stressful for the passenger while TSA is still you know, maintaining the level of security we need. So can you talk to me about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and how do you actually implement that into how you think about passenger experience? We have a strong focus on diversity, equity, inclusion, training, and in actual employees that we hire and bring in to work in airports and get broad viewpoints and diverse viewpoints on what people pay attention to, what people care about when they're traveling. And then what we need to be considering is a very diverse group of people that travel, right? You have to be thinking about every kind of passenger that is going through the checkpoint. What are certain people going to be dealing with? What are certain people going to be caring about? What, what do people want to see from a very diverse perspective, right? So we have to consider all the passengers that could potentially go through an airport and be thinking about what's important to that group. What do they struggle with and what do we need to be paying attention to when we are working on advancing our technology. As far as what we see in the future, what we're rolling out right now is probably what you'll see in the checkpoint for the next 10 years, I would say. I think there's a lot of advancements being made in identification, right? The facial identification when you're going through the checkpoint, advancements in how you're actually getting your boarding pass, how security is being set up on the front end 
we're working with a lot of companies here that do queuing so that you can actually see how many checkpoints need to be open at certain times of day and how many people are in line and do we need to ship people over there. So there's a lot of stuff that ties into the checkpoint based on different kinds of AI and all the different companies that are in the checkpoint that you can start tying this data together to really just continue speeding up the throughput, continue improving experience. So just a lot of artificial intelligence, uh, machine learning on how to improve technology efficiency. Excellent. Joe, thank you so much for your time here thank at you. The Hold Room. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us in The Hold Room for this special podcast series exploring the new passenger experience. You can find more from this series on the ACC Training Hub. That's training.acconline.org backslash the-hold-room or wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Follow us for more content from the Airport Consultants Council. You can support this podcast by leaving a rating or review and by telling your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Thanks again.